0: eerie elementary we're still doing our our spooky series Erie elementary i believe this is book number five Wait, And are we supposed to do a spooky book after every story no we're gonna get through these first because there's only 10 of them and we're, we're we're getting through them pretty quickly school freezes over ready and the sooner we get through these i really want to do i don't know do you want to do judy moody or do you want to do amelia bedelia after this Cause I kind of want to just breeze through these Judy, Judy Moody. Okay. Well then let's get through these so we can return these to the library and then we can Judy Moody our way through the next week. Ready? I can't even, Oh, sorry. Chapter one, the storm. I can't even see outside. Sam Graves said to his best friend, Antonio and Lucy, it was morning. It was morning in Mrs. Grinker, Grinker's third grade class. Oh, he's in third grade. Did you know that? I, don't, I think this was the first time they said third grade. Mm, they, I, I heard it, but I was like, no, there's oh, no way. Oh, my gosh. I just realized that. Peyton's in third grade. Cool. A huge snowstorm was blowing outside. I've never seen so much snow, Lucy said. Antonio groaned. I can't believe we didn't get a snow day. I should be at home on my couch. But Sam wasn't at all worried about the weather. He was too busy looking forward to the after-school hockey practice. Sam was terrible at sports. But not hockey. He was one of the best skaters on the team. Mrs. Grinker's and some of the and some of Sam's classmates stood at the window. Lucy leaned across her desk and whispered, "While everyone's watching the storm, let's go look at Orson Erie's notes." "Ooh, good idea," said Sam. Orson Erie was a mad scientist. He was also the architect who designed Erie Elementary almost 100 years ago. Orson Erie found a way to live forever. He became the school. Orson Erie was the school, and the school was Orson Erie. Erie Elementary was a living, breathing thing that fed on students. Sam was the school hall monitor, and Lucy and Antonio were the assistant hall monitors. It was their job to protect everyone. They were the only students who knew the awful truth about the school. After a few weeks earlier, three, the three friends had found Orson Eerie's old science book. The mad scientist hadn't wanted them to see the book. He had tried to get the book back by attacking the science fair. After defeating the giant volcano, Sam and his friends found out why Orson Eerie didn't want them reading the book. It was filled with his notes. Remember, they had the invisible um, mm-hmm. ink? Sam and his friends couldn't bring the actual book to school. It was too dangerous. Instead, they took pictures of the pages in Antonio's phone. Antonio made sure that he was looking at them and then slipped on he was which wait, An- Antonio made sure that no one was looking and then slipped out his phone. Orson must have written this creepy plan in here. He whispered. Sam and Lucy peered over his shoulder. Suddenly, he said, "Look at this." Orson wrote, "Ways I could return." Return? Lucy said. What could that mean? Good question. Sam thought. Orson already cheated death by coming becoming the school. So what could return mean? Before Sam could maybe respond, to his normal body. maybe. Before Sam could respond to Lucy, the wind howled. It sounded like thunder. The windows rattled and the walls shook. Whoosh, boom, wham. The windows flew open. Thick snow blew into the classroom. The storm was now a full blizzard. Students shut the windows. Miss students, shut the windows, Miss Grinker ordered. Sam leaned in closer to his friends. As soon as we mentioned Orson's plans to return, the storm got worse. Oh, it's like Orson knows... We're learning too much, said Lucy. The students struggled to shut the windows, but the wind was too strong. Antonia looked outside. Do you think? Sam nodded. Yes, I think Orson Erie is controlling the weather. Chapter two Winter Worries It was chaos in the classroom. Some students kept trying to close the windows, others ducked under their desks. Snow and ice cold rain blew inside. Anyone could see anyone all anyone could see was white, white, white. It was like a school was now the center of a terrible blizzard. Noises came from the radiator corner. The radiator rattled and shook. Clank, clank, bonk. Erie Elementary was built a long time ago, and the only heat in the building came from a rusty metal radiator like this one. Suddenly, there was a long, loud hiss. The radiator shut off completely. Sam realized things had just gone from bad to worse. It felt like the temperature had dropped about 20 degrees in school. Antonio eyed the thermometer on the wall. it He recently did a science temperature project, so he knew 30 degrees was when the water turned to ice. Guys, Antonio said, if the heat doesn't come back on soon, we'll all freeze. Sam's eyes darted to Antonio's phone. What else does Orson's note say, he asked. The school became angry after you read it out loud, so it must be important. His friends hurried to read more. Sam saw the words. A strong freeze is needed for my plan to work. Just then, the loudspeaker squealed. The principal's voice came on. Students, school has been canceled. Snow day. Some students cheered. Silence, Miss Grinker barked. Ah, she's a bump on a log. She's boring. Mm-hmm. She's just like a bummer. She's a big bummer. Like, come on, they're excited. I know. Have a little fun. Remember what it's like to be a kid, Miss Grinker. Miss Grinker. The principal's voice continued. Parents have been called. Please go to your lockers and get your belongings. All classes report to the gym. Wait there until your parents arrive. The students followed Mrs. Grinker out to the hall. Sam, Antonio, and Lucy were the last to leave. Just before they stepped into the hall, slam, bam, crash. The windows suddenly slammed shut. Sam gasped. He saw ice forming around the edges of the window, and they were being sealed shut. It's like the school's locking us all inside, Sam thought. We need to check the front entrance, Lucy exclaimed. Sam and his friends raced to the hallways. They ran to the large doors that led outside. Sam pressed pressed his face to the window. He saw huge piles of snow forming against the door. Even worse, Sam saw ice forming on the door hinges. Oh no, said Sam. He pushed the door open, but it wouldn't budge. Let's all try it at once, said Antonio. The three friends threw their shoulders into the door. Still, it wouldn't open. We're trapped, Sam sighed. Trapped inside. Ice, cold, eerie elementary. Sam stepped away from the old door. Fear crept over him. Everyone was stuck in the school. There was no way out. Who knows how long we'll be stuck in here, said Sam. We need to turn the heat back on. Oh, sorry. Orson's Plan, Chapter 3. Miss Grinker shouted down the hall, Sam, Antonio, Lucy, hurry up and get your things. The three friends quickly slipped their jackets on and grabbed their backpacks. The binder is in my backpack, Lucy whispered. Lucy had, a, had filled a big binder with everything that they knew about Orson Erie. It contained blueprints of the school, notes, and more. Mrs. Grinker led her, her bundled-up students to the gym. Sam looked on the phone while Antonio and Lucy walked ahead. Suddenly, Sam stopped in his tracks. His friends turned as he read the words that changed everything. Orson Erie wrote, Once the temperature drops to 13 degrees, I will return in my human form. I knew it! Yep, you're right. Lucy gasped. Do you mean? Sam nodded. I think Orson was exploring ways of coming back to life. For real. Like all the way back in person again. Antonio rubbed his hands together as they continued walking. A real flesh and blood Orson Erie, Antonio said. Now I've really got goosebumps. I'm not sure if they're from fear or from freezing cold. The thought of Orson Eerie returning terrified Sam. He had battled the monstrous school many times, each fine, t- each fight had been awful in its own way but orson eerie appearing in real person was horrifying he'd be back from the dead he could go anywhere and do anything he'd be more powerful than ever i don't really understand so i guess we're just gonna have to find out because i'm not sure the sound of a hundred chattering students filled sam's ears as he walked into the gym it's smart to have everyone in one room antonio said body heat should keep us warm Hall monitors, Mrs. Grinker said as she pulled Sam and his friends aside. Uh, she said hall monitors. Aww. Ple- please take a quick walk around the school. Check for students who are dilly-dallying. Great, Sam thought. Mrs. Grinker just gave us the perfect excuse to leave the gym. You got it, Miss Grinker, Antonio said. The, f- the friends rushed into the hall. We'll look for stragglers first, Sam said. Then we'll go on with our real mission. As soon as the friends were out of sight, they began running. The halls were long and winding. Sometimes, eerie elementary reminded Sam of a maze. Soon, they had circled the entire school. Everyone was inside the gym. Okay, said Sam. Now we need to get the heat turned back on. Yeah, Lucy agreed before Orson comes back in human form. Just then, a long shadow fell over them. Sam's hair stood up on end as they slowly turned around. It was me. <laughs> and Mr. Nakobi. Chapter 4, The Wet Walk. The shadow had belonged to Mr. Nakobi, the man who took care of the school. Sam breathed a sigh of relief. Phew! Mr. Nakobi was the one who had chosen Sam to be the school's monitor. He had told Sam, Antonio, and Lucy the truth about the school. It was a secret shared by just the four of them. Oh, man, are we glad to see you, Antonio said. We're all trapped, Lucy exclaimed, and Orson Eri behind this wild storm. He's trying to come back It's a re- as a real person, Sam said. Mr. N'Kobe ran his fingers over his wrinkled chin. I've long feared that that was Orson's plan. We think this big freeze is part of Orson's plan to return, Sam said, so we need to warm things up fast. How do we turn the heat back on? The heat in the school has always been fussy, said Mr. N'Kobe. Tell us what to do, said Sam. You'll need to go to the teachers' lounge," said Mr. Nakobi. "There you'll find a thermostat. Turn it on to the highest possible temperature. That should force the radiators back on. That's all, Antonio?" asked. "Easy," Mr. Nakobi shook his. Mr. Nakobi shook his head. At Erie Elementary, nothing is ever easy. He looked back at the gym. I'll keep Mrs. Grinker busy. Good luck. The friends took off running, but as Sam turned the first corner, he saw that Mr. Nakobi was right. This would not be easy. All the windows, the windows all flew open at once. The blizzard storm in the hallway, snow filled the air. The icy water splashed down. Three friends huddled together. Lucy shouted over the howling wind. Orson's bringing the storm inside to stop us. Slushy water flooded the halls. Soon, this weather will turn to ice. Oh, this water will turn to ice, Sam said. If the floor freezes, we'll never make it to the teacher's lounge. We'll be slipping and sliding everywhere. Suddenly, there was a visit and the lights shut off. The hall, the wet hall was very dark and very spooky. For a moment, the wind stopped wailing. A loud creak sound filled the hall. Sam turned to see the bathroom door opening. Nobody stepped through the doorway. Instead, something shiny and metal rolled out. Slushy water splashed in the strange object ro- as the strange object rolled towards them. It stopped at Antonio's feet. Lucy gulped. The sound echoed in the quiet hallway. Slowly, Sam crept towards the object. It looks like a sprinkler head, Sam said, from the ceiling. See, it's still attached to a water hose. Chick, 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 spit! the freezing cold water shot from the sprinkler head the sprinkler sprinkler leapt up water water gushed and filled the air orson eerie had brought the sprinklers to life it swung across the ground sam jumped as the hose whooshed beneath him Antonio wasn't so lucky. The sprinkler snapped out and wrapped around his ankle. It's got me, Antonio, shouted. Sam and Lucy ran towards him, but they were a moment too late. The hose tugged. Antonio toppled over. His cell phone slipped from his pocket and chattered to the floor. Lightning fast, the sprinkler yanked Antonio to the bathroom. Antonio cried out, but his shrieks were cut short as the door slammed shut. Mm. Frozen, chapter five. Sam sprinted towards the bathroom door. Come on, Lucy, he shouted. Lucy scooped up Antonio's phone and ran Good after job, Sam. Good job, Lucy. Good job. Yeah. Because there's the notes on there. Yes, that's true. Together, they tugged on the knob, but the door wouldn't open. We're coming, Antonio, Sam yelled through the door. Lucy looked around, then exclaimed, Let's grab a tool for Mr. Nicobi's supply closet. It's just down the hall. Sam and Lucy's shoes splish-splashed as they ran down the hall, Uh, ran ran down the dark, wet hall. Lucy yanked open the door, and both of the friends rushed inside. A hammer, Sam said, grabbing the tool. This should work. I wish there was four of them instead of three of them. I know. Maybe there's going to be another one. That's possible. Seconds later, they were back in the bathroom. They could hear Antonio calling for help. Hang on, Antonio, Lucy shouted. Sam banged the hammer on the door. Five. I think five would be good, because look, guess what? Hmm. Antonio would be in the bathroom with mm-hmm. the sprinkler. Yeah. And then um Lucy and Mhm, mhm. What's his name? Um
1: Sam? Sam yeah. would
0: be together in Mr. Nakobi's closet and then the other two kids will be waiting and will be standing at the door just in case it, the sprinkler tries to leave. Good. Good thinking. The third time he swung the door, there there was a loud crack. The doorknob broke. Sam and Lucy pushed the door open. With horror, they saw Antonio's feet were frozen to the floor. The water had turned to ice. Worst of all, the sprinklers were back up in the ceiling, spraying gallons of water. Freezing cold water rained down. It was like there was a huge rainstorm inside the bathroom. Lucy quickly leapt on top of the chair. Near the door, she stuck her hand out and hoisted Sam up. Ice water pulled beneath them. Antonio's hair and eyebrows were turning to ice. I can't move, he said. His teeth were chattering. I'm stuck. Sam had never seen anyone look so scared. He was shivering and his eyes were tiny slits. Sam knew that Erie Elementary was a a living, breathing monster. To stay alive, it must eat. That meant, oh no, Sam whispered to Lucy... Erie Elementary is turning Antonio into a popsicle, an ice popsicle to chomp on. Okay, that's sick, huh? Ay, ay, ay. Chapter six, six. Icicle, <laughs> icicle alley. Sam and Lucy watched in horror as their friend continued to freeze. Antonio couldn't move his feet or his legs; the ice held him tight. Don't worry, buddy," Sam said. "We we're gonna get you out of here." How Antonio said. "Well, think of something," Lucy replied. Antonio looked. At his friends in the eyes. No, he said, Orson Erie is trying to distract you from the real mission. Go to the teacher's lounge. So go. If you turn the heat back on, you'll stop Orson from returning and that will save everyone, even me. Sam's mind raced. Yes, but we need to get to the teacher's lounge, but we can't leave Antonio behind. Lucy said, that Sam, Lucy said what Sam was thinking. No way, Antonio. First, we'll get you free. Then we'll head to the teacher's lounge. It will take all three of us to defeat Orson. Sam tried to remain calm. So, he said, how are we? F- how do we free Antonio? Antonio's eyes lit up. I have an idea. My science fair project taught me how salt slows down the temperature f- of freezing water. So we need salt, said Lucy. A lot of it. I'll run to the kitchen, said Sam. There could be another trap, said Lucy. I'm going with you. Okay, Sam replied. Antonio, don't worry. We won't be long. I thought they were going to say, Antonio, don't go anywhere. <laughs> but he's like stuck. Right? I know. I'm going with you. Okay, we won't be long. You better not be, Antonio said. If Sam and Lucy don't hurry soon, he's going to be frozen solid. Sam let the hammer down with the sink. Instant, an instant later, he and Lucy were both racing towards the kitchen. The temperature continued to drop. Snow swirled throughout the open windows and wind whipped down the hallway. Slushy water was up to their ankles and it was rising fast. Sam felt like they were running through a hurricane. Ah, Lucy groaned. As they dashed through the corner, nothing ruins a day like wet socks. Sam shook his head. That's not true. Orson Erie ruins a day worse than anything. He could see his breath in the air. It was thick like smoke. Sam slipped. Lucy grabbed him just before he plunged into the water. Working together, they kept each other from falling. Finally, they came to the lunchroom. It isn't going to be easy to reach the kitchen, Lucy said. They stood in the doorway. The lunchroom was dark and strange. Shadows seemed to dance on the walls across the wet floor. Water dripped from the sprinklers and through the ceiling tiles. Jagged icicles hung from the room's high ceiling. It was like a ceiling was covered in giant spikes. Sam and Lucy could see the kitchen door along from the far wall. But getting there seemed impossible. Sam gulped. Oh man, I wish we didn't have to cross the lunchroom, but it's the only way to save Antonio. The two friends stepped inside. Long lunch tables filled the room. We'll have to run for it, Lucy said. Ready? Asked Sam. Lucy nodded. Then let's go. They sprinted through the lunch rooms and the walls shrieked and moaned. The floors turned to ice. Everything slippery. Every slippery step they made seemed to make the school angrier. They were halfway to the kitchen when smash! Oh no! Lucy yelled. Sam eyed the spikes covering the ceiling. The icicles were beginning to fall. Actually, when icicles fall in real life, that actually can be really dangerous. It can kill someone because they're sharp. I was trying to find this because I couldn't find it. Mm. It's a pearl. It's oh. a real curl. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Chapter seven. What's chapter seven? Tur- tables turning. I mean, tur- turning tables. Turning the tables. Icicles crashed onto the floor as Sam and Lucy raced towards the kitchen. A huge ice, icy spike smashed right in front of them lucy exclaimed that one nearly got us Lucy, Lu, sam gripped lucy's hand they were too far from the hall to get back and they were too far from the kitchen to keep going <laughs> sam looked up a long razor sharp icicle hung above them it was about to drop take cover sam yelled together sam and lucy dove beneath the lunch table a second later there was a tremendous crash the icicle shattered just inches from their hiding spot. "'What do we do now?' asked Lucy. "'We need to get the salt before Antonio becomes an ice pop.' "'They were trapped, and Sam knew time was running out. "'We're safe under this table,' thought Sam. "'But we can't just stay here. "'Wait,' Sam exclaimed. "'Maybe we can bring this table over with us. "'We'll carry it over our heads like an umbrella, "'all the way to the kitchen, like a shield. "'That is a good idea. "'But look,' Lucy said, pointing to the table legs, "'frozen solid to the floor.' Sam stared at the icy floor. Now what? Let's go, said Sam. He and Lucy lifted the table, icicles shattering against the table, but the ice shielded them. Oh, okay, so I got. I guess they got it off. At the kitchen door, they rushed out from under the table. Sam breathed a sigh of relief. No ice, no spiky traps in here, he said. Finally, the school cut us a break. Lucy said as she grabbed the large bag of salt from the kitchen cabinet. Sam and Lucy burst out of the hallway and they ran back to the bathroom, slipping and sliding as they ran. Two friends gasped when they entered the bathroom. Antonio was frozen up to his waist. What took you guys so long, Antonio said. Lucy tore the bag of salt open, poured over the ice on Sam to help, and helped rubbed it in. The salt stopped new ice from forming. It was working, but it wasn't working fast enough. I'm going to chip away... "'The ice,' said Sam. "'He grabbed his hammer and from the sink "'and began banging away at the ice. "'Lucy checked the thermometer. "'Hurry, guys,' she yelled. "'The temperature has fallen to 19. Six degrees, 19 degrees, six degrees more and Orson Erie will be here in human form.' "'Sam swung the hammer one final time "'and chunks of ice splintered. "'I'm free,' Antonio said "'as he stepped from the crumbling ice. "'He huddled beneath the hand dryer. "'Warm air rushed over them.' Sam slipped his jacket off. Take this, buddy, said Sam. We can't waste any more time in the bathroom. We need to get to that main thermostat in the teacher's lounge. We need to get that heat back on now. They opened the door and they looked around the teacher's lounge. It was dull. Nothing but newspapers and mugs and uneaten snacks. Well, this is disappointing, said Lucy. This is the most boring secret world ever. Then the friends were disappointed for a different reason. They spotted the thermostat, but it was trapped behind a wall of ice. "Oh no," Lucy exclaimed. "Look how thick that ice is." Antonio said. "And and it's here. It's only here," said Sam as he looked around the room. Orson put the put the ice wall where to top to stop us from touching the thermostat. But Antonio pounded his fist against the ice. It was useless, and no amount of salt would help. The ice was too thick. It would take 200 forks and 200 hammers to break through this, Sam thought. They could see the thermostat through the ice. It showed the current temperature, 18 degrees and falling fast. There must be another way, Antonio said. Look through Orson's notes again. Lucy quickly scrolled through Antonio's phone. Sam and Antonio peered over his shoulder. They read fast, fast as they could, looking for anything that might help. Antonio shouted, shouted. "'There, the page about the weather experiments.' Then Antonio read Orson Eerie's words. "'My plan will work so long as no one can find the hidden switch.' "'A hidden switch?' said Sam. Then suddenly the walls trembled and swayed. The floor quaked. Antonio gulped. "'I think we're on the right track. "'Where could it be? "'We need to find that switch,' cried Sam. "'Let's check the blueprints, said Lucy. She pulled her binder back from her backpack. "'I remember seeing something about that switch.' She flipped through the pages. There, Lucy said. She jabbed her finger at a drawing of a label of a, a drawing labeled switch. The friends leaned in and peered into the blueprints. At once, they exclaimed, it's in our classroom. Ah, and that's all the way across the school, Antonio added. We'll never make it in time. The hallways are solid ice. Sam's face lit up. Well, gee, that's helping. Yep, he grinned and took a, Took off his backpack. No, I'm saying that's helping <laughs> because they're saying... They're saying, like, this is not going to work ever. That's not healthy. No, it's not. But guess, what, guess who's the best at ice skating? Uh, yep. He took his backpack off, and guess what he's doing? Uh, Chapter 10, on thin ice. Sam pulled his skates out of his backpack and slipped them on his feet. It's simple. I'll skate down the halls, Sam said, and I'll pull you guys behind me. What, Antonio exclaimed? How are you going to pull us? Sam whipped out his orange hall monitor sash out of his backpack with this. Antonio shouted as he glanced at the floor. Um, Sam, those snow piles look alive. Antonio's right. Lucy cried, watch out. Horrifying snow arms grew from the piles. Long frosty fingers reached for Sam. Sam skated faster, steering into the center of the hall. Antonio and Lucy swung wildly as the monstrous hands clawed at them. Finally, Antonio shouted, I can see our classroom. Right where I... When I slowed down, grabbed the doorway, Sam called out. He turned his heels and skidded to stop. Lucy and Antonio reached out, grabbed the door... Sam's the main character. I think you're right. And grabbed the frame and... Kapow! The three friends crashed into each other and tumbled to the floor. But they had made it. Together, they crawled across the ice onto the classroom floor. The room had that held a secret switch could... Stop Orson Erie. Chapter 11, A Puzzle to Solve. Sam looked around the classroom. Orson hid the switch somewhere in here, she said. We have to find it. We sit here every day, Antonio said. "We Wouldn't we have seen it before? I think it's like one of those video game puzzles, Lucy said. Okay, but how do we solve it, Antonio said. Outside, the wind howled. Water rained from the inside sprinklers in the ceiling. The friends shivered. Suddenly, Lucy remembered something. She pulled out the binder and started flipping pages on the ink. The ink on the pages began to run. Look, Lucy said she pointed to the photo of Orson Erie. He was standing in their classroom almost one hundred years earlier. Great, a creepy old photo of Orson Antonio said, "How does that help us?" Orson hid the switch when he first designed the school. Lucy explained. So, we know where the switch has been. The switch has been there since the beginning. That means we need to search in the room for something that was changed since this photo was taken. Whatever still looks the same, that's probably where it's hidden. Sam nodded. If this is like a video game puzzle, then there needs to be a hint to take them to the next level. They looked at the photo, and then they looked at the room. Lucy checked the thermostat. Hurry, guys, she said, it's only three degrees left, despite the cold. Sam could feel the sweat pouring off his head. His eyes focused on the room. Everything was different than it had been years ago. Different desks, different lights, different posters on the different posters on the wall, and then he saw it. he couldn't believe it. the hiding spot that had been in front of them all along. just in time, chapter twelve. Sam was sure he had solved the puzzle. A huge smile spread across his across his face, and he exclaimed, I think the hidden switch is behind this this one thing we look at every day. Sometimes, like a hundred times a day. Lucy and Antonio's eyes darted to the wall. The clock! Many things in the classroom had changed over the years, but the clock had not. It hung on the high wall behind Mrs. Grinker's desk. Only two degrees left, Lucy shouted, from over by the thermometer thermos thermometer time was running out i've got this one antonio said as he scrambled on top of the desk papers fell to the water-soaked floor if miss grinker saw you climb on her desk she'd feed you to orson erie herself said lucy Antonio jumped from the desk to the bookshelf behind it. From there, he could reach the clock. He grabbed a hold of it. It was ice cold. Only one degree left, Lucy announced. Hurry, Antonio, yelled Sam. The clock was stuck to the wall. Antonio tugged and tugged and tugged, and then the clock came free. It smashed down like a snow on the snow-covered floor. Leaning forward, Antonio peeked through the hole that had kept hidden. A metal switch, Antonio said. "'Pull it,' Sam shouted. "'Pull it, pull it. We're almost out of time.' Antonio reached in and pulled the switch. Nothing happened. Lucy looked around. "'Um, why isn't anything?' "'Hiss!' the radio shrieked. The walls rumbled. The heat began to, began to flood the room. "'We did it! The heat's back on!' Sam exclaimed." I already feel warmer, said Lucy, and Tony jumped down from the desk. We stopped Orson Erie from from coming back. The three friends were about to high-five when they heard a loud bang. Sam teetered towards the door. He looked out into the hallway, just in time to see the front doors fly open. A dark cloud of snow and rain and hail came spinning into the hall. Sam saw that this storm was different. He gasped. It's Orson Erie, he said. He's an icy, monstrous tornado. Chapter Thirteen: The Walls of Winter. Oh, a wall of winter. Sorry. The tornado was spinning and swirling down the hall. Sam wanted to just let the icy storm pass, but he know he knew Orson Erie fed on students, and he knew if Orson Erie made it to the gym, he would feast on everyone. We need to destroy the tornado, Sam shouted over the wind. How? Antonio said. "'This isn't a regular to- tornado,' Sam replied. "'It's made of ice and snow. "'We should be able to beat it with heat,' exclaimed Lucy. "'So where's the hottest place in the school?' asked Antonio. "'Lucy began flipping through the blueprints, "'the big radiator outside of the gym. "'That's where they are. That's "'Then that's where we're going,' Sam said. "'He looked down on the floor, "'and the heat had caused a thin layer of water to form, "'but the ice was still thick enough to skate on. "'Hold on tight, Lucy,' and Antonio Lucy and Antonio grabbed on the sash and and Sam skated in the hallways. He took off, towing his friends behind. Screech! The tornado made a sound like nails on the chalkboard. Swirling mist filled the hallway. Hail pounded the lockers. Water splashed on their friends' back. Furious winds pulled at them. Their jackets whipped about. Sam glanced over his shoulders as he skated just behind his friends. He saw the speeding tornado. It was gaining on them. Sam's heart was pounding. Sweat dripped down his back. His legs felt weak. He still had two long hallways to skate through before he reached the radiator. I can't skate fast enough. Sam called to his friends. Orson's catching up to us. For a moment, all Sam heard was the roaring tornado. Then Lucy said something crazy. Antonio, I will let go. What? Antonio cried. That tornado will suck us right up. "'Sam will be able to skate the radiator without slowing him down,' explained Lucy. "'It's the only way we'll stop Orson.' Antonio's voice was firm. "'Okay,' he said. Before Sam could say no, they let go of the sash. He looked back. "'It was like watching a movie from slow motion.' Sam saw Antonio and Lucy's eyes go wide as they were lifted off of their feet. They were yanked into the air and pulled into the dark, spinning cloud." Ooh. Ooh. sam looked away he couldn't believe lucy and antonio what lucy and antonio had just done now more than ever he had to reach the radiator he had to get there it was the only way to save his friends sam lowered his head without extra weight of lucy and antonio he was skating much faster the orson eerie storm changed one last time as it sped towards sam it took the form of a wicked snow monster. The bottom was only swirling of ice and snow. Horror-filled Sam as he saw that the body and face, it was clearly Orson Erie. Sam and his friends stopped Orson Eerie from taking human form, but he was still very close and they were still very scared. Sam saw flashes of his friends. They twirled helplessly in the swirling icy air below the floating face. Sam knew that the monster would chase him, and he knew that he needed to lead the monster to the radiator, or else his classmates and his teachers and everyone inside the school would be doomed. He didn't have much time. Chapter 14, Some Like It Hot. Sam skated faster and faster. The horrible snow monster was right on his heels. Sam spotted the radiator. It loomed ahead of him. It was huge, taller than he was, and and it was old and rusty. He zoomed towards it. He turned on his heels and slid on a sharp hockey stop. Ice sprayed the radiator and the rusty metal sizzled. Sam's mind raced as the storm bore behind him. I need to wait until the last minute to get out of the way, he thought. I need to trick this icy monster into slamming into the radiator. It's the only way to defeat the spinning tornado and release to release Lucy and Antonio. The radiator hissed and rumbled. Sam felt like his back was on fire, but he didn't move. The monstrous snowman swirled and spun around him. Sam waited. Its eyes stared at him. But still, Sam waited. Lucy and Antonio swirled in the air, spinning around and around, but Sam held his ground. The storm's face grinned at Sam, a grin full of icy fangs. The terrible storm was almost upon him. Then, at the very last second, Sam dove. He hit the floor beside the radiator with a loud womp. He felt the ice and snow whoosh past him. Seconds later, kaboom. The horrible snow monster slammed into the radiator. Monster. Monster. The radiator cracked open from force. The hot steam burst forth and mixed with the icy snow. A misty cloud filled the hallway. It was so thick that Sam could barely see anything. Then, plop, thump. Lucy and Antonio crashed to the floor beside Sam. The mist mist began to disappear. Then a sound came from deep within the school. Ah! (laughs) Sam knew it was a pained howling of Orson Erie. Sam knew they had put a stop to Orson's evil plan. Chapter 15. Snow Day. The sound of opening doors filled the school. Defeating Orson Erie caused the snowbags and the ice to melt instantly. The students were no longer trapped. The parents rushed inside the school. Lucy and Antonio sat up. They both looked dazed. Are you guys okay, Sam asked. Oof, Antonio groaned. It felt like I just rode a -a tilt-a-wheel nine times in a row. I think I'm okay, Lucy said. We did it, didn't we? Sam grinned. We did. Just then, Mrs. Grinker marched over. Oh, here we go. Debbie Downer herself, huh, Peyton? Mrs. Grincher. She's like marching over like she's mad. Sam gulped. You three, she barked. What are you doing out here? And Sam, why are you wearing your ice skates inside school? Um, well, Sam stumbled. I have hockey practice today. I think you got plenty of practice already. Oh, oh, wait, hold on. I have hockey practice already. I think that you got plenty of practice already, buddy, Antonio joked. Mr. Nakobi walked out into the hallway. Miss Grinker, he said, interrupting her. Were there any students missing from the gym today? Mrs. Grinker thought for a moment. Well, no. Then, I think our hall monitors did a wonderful job, Mr. N'Kobe said, steering them towards the gym. Sam untied his skates and slipped back on his sneakers. Then, Sam, Lucy, and Antonio headed towards the exit. Students Students and parents hurried past them, but the three best friends took their time. They were tired and did not want to do any more racing around. They spotted their parents outside, but before they walked out, Lucy stopped. Guys, there's something that I have to tell you. When I was inside that tornado, I felt something. I felt Orson Erie. Antonio nodded. I felt it too. its He's even more dangerous and powerful than we ever thought. Lucy's words made Sam's skin crawl. It took a moment before he could speak again. We must stop him, Sam said finally. We thought Orson Erie had one goal, swallow students to stay alive. But now we know that it was only part of his plan. He's a real His real goal is to get is to come back to life. Lucy nodded, and who knows how many other ways he might be able to do that. This freeze plan was probably just one of many. I bet Orson's old science books hold more clues, Antonio added. Sam shoved his hands in his pocket. The air was chilly, and his clothes were still damp. Well, he said, sounds like we've got a lot of studying to do to protect the students of Erie Elementary. It looks kind of like, he looks like Jack Frost. Doesn't he? Like on the cover? What do you think of these books so far? I think they're good. You do? Yeah. It's like perfect for third graders? Yeah. They keep your attention the whole time? Uh-huh. Oh. I wish they had also a girl version of this. Wouldn't that be cool? They do. I mean, no. Well, I mean like like a more girly version. Because this is kind of like a little bit boyish, don't you think? No? Okay. Well, maybe I'm, you know what? I am not a third grade or a third grader. I don't know what I'm talking about. All right. Yeah, you don't. Well, I'm happy you're loving it, honey. Say goodbye. Bye.